how good God's been. I hope you recognize that you never would have made it if it had not been for the Lord on your side. Is anybody else grateful? Is there anybody that's on doing us? Are you grateful? And y'all say, Lord, I'm grateful. Lord, I thank you. Lord, I praise you. Because if it had not been for you on my side, I never would have made it. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We are on the ninth sermon of this series, The Assurance of God's Presence. We are dealing with verse four, and we will read it in your hearing out of the New King James. Hallelujah. They got verse four there, we're gonna go with verse four. Y'all done changed up on me. That's okay. Let's start from the beginning. The Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? The Lord is the strength of my life. Of whom shall I be afraid? When the wicked came against me to set up my flesh, my enemies and foes, they stumbled and fail. Hallelujah. Though an army may encamp against me, my heart shall not fear. Though war may rise against me, in this will I be confident. Hallelujah. One thing, I have desire of the Lord. That will I seek that I may dwell in the house of the Lord, and that's his presence, all the days of my life, to behold the beauty of the Lord, to inquire in his temple. Hallelujah. The thought from these verses today is, chasing the heart of God, our Abba. Our Abba. Father, even now, Lord, move Tracy out the way and allow there to be a pouring out of your anointing, of your Shekinah glory. That, Father, that people in the house, people that are viewing through the airways, Lord, touch, speak to us on this day. Heal us today. Help us to see you more clearly in the mighty name of Jesus we pray amen if you've been following me through this series then you know that this Psalms is like a journal for David he is actually writing it as he is going through huh. This is not an afterthought. This, this is in the midst of, this is him talking while he's in trouble. This is him being chased by his mentor. This, 
This is David that, that he, he's the one that was despised by his brothers. He, he's the one that was forgotten by his father. He's the one that was the black sheep of the family, the one that didn't fit. And I told you last week that when God got his hands on you, when, when God has an anointing on you, you just won't fit. You will always be different. You'll always be set apart. And, and let's be honest, when you're young, it don't feel good. You don't understand. You, you think that, 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 that God is doing you wrong. But, but when God got his hands on you and he has set you apart, he set you apart at birth. David is acquainted with hardship. He's acquainted with being by himself. By fact, in, in, in the hills when he's with the sheep, that's where he found God. <laughs> that's where he meditated. That's, that's where he allowed the word of God to sit on his heart. Because if you allow the word of God to sit on your heart, it will break open your heart that it may get in your heart. Here he is, King Saul and his army, are coming to kill David, not because he has done anything wrong. Because he's done everything right. Don't ever think your favor will make you friends. Your favor may make you enemies. But I'd rather have God's favor than all the friends in the world if God is for you, he's more, he's more than the world against you. My question is how can he at this time say this prayer? How can he at this time, he could be saying, Lord, take care of my enemies. He could be saying, Lord, how, how did you allow this to happen to me? You anointed me. You appointed me. And I'm here. Last week we dealt with that the true you, your faith you, is shown in the squeeze. Don't, don't, don't talk faith to me when you're on the mountain. And many times the mountain can be a test too because sometimes we can't handle success. That's why some of us haven't made it yet because God knows if he ever lifted us higher than where we are, we would jump out of his hands. But it's amazing that David says this when, when his life is in danger, when he's running from his life. He went from, from, from palace to, to valley low. He went from commanding Saul's army. Now the very man he taught how to fight, the very man that he made a lead army are now chasing him to kill his life. And now he got a band of misfits that he can't turn to and he finds himself all by himself. Am I speaking to anybody today? I'm amazed that he is able to, 
to say these words from his heart at a time when he could be saying, Lord, you abandoned me. He could be accusing God with, 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 with being a bad father. But what I see here, that David's view of God is not moved by what he's going through. How do you really view God? How do you really see him? Because if you don't have the right view of who he is to you and towards you, you will misinterpret what you're going through. If you don't understand that God is good even in your bad circumstances, <laughs> if, you, if, you, if you think that God is supposed to be your genie to answer all your prayers the way you want it, you can't go through this. Listen, God don't allow the test to come for him to find out where you at. He knows where you at. But he shows you your own heart so that you can get deeper in him that you realize that I'm not deep enough because in the squeeze, who you are and how you think comes out. My question is, David, I want to be like you that so I can say, I, I, I desire you, Lord, Don't even above fixing my problem, even above, above giving me what I think I need. Lord, I recognize what I need above everything and anything else is you. As I was looking at this, I'm reminded that when I was in Israel about five years ago, I was standing on the ancient harbor of the Mediterranean Sea where Paul launched his missionary journey from. I was amazed at the bigness of the sea and the faith of Paul to be able to get on a wooden boat with all that water. I was standing there, and as I was standing there in amazement because I had made it like a park, I hear piercing the air this, 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 this sound, Abba, Abba. That is the, the Hebrew word and Greek word for father, but it's more like daddy. I turn around because cause, cause whoever this is, not stopping. Matter of fact, he keeps getting louder. I turn around and I see this scene like in a movie of this two-year-old, Effie was two-year-old, baby toddler with a pacifier in his mouth and he is stomping around saying, Abba. The funny thing is his sister, older sister is there his mama is there, and the older sister is looking like I ain't going around him because he would hit me. I watched the mama bend down, and he shook her off like, no. And she said, he don't want me. 
The father was talking to a friend. He was right there. He was right there. And, 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 and kept on getting lost. He didn't care who he disturbed. <laughs> he didn't care who didn't like it. His one desire was his Abba. So, so, somebody's catching it. Somebody's catching it. Somebody's catching it. The father, all of a sudden, the, the, the cry started interrupting his conversation. So I watched this father walk over to his son, and all he did was stoop down, face to face, looked into his son's eye, and I saw the son reach up with his hand, put his hands on his father's cheek, then he said it one more time, but he said it differently this time. He said, Abba. God started dealing with me and said, Tracy, I made you to seek my face. David says that in the 2027 song. He said, I made you that you have an innate desire for me. And he said, well, why are y'all looking every place else. He says in Jeremiah chapter 2, he says, I got two things against my people. Two things. They're my people. I chose them. I called them. He said, but I got two things against them. Number one, they left the living fountain. They left me. Then they hemmed out. Well, the holding water places, centers to, to hold water that are broken. You know what he's saying? He's saying, why are you looking every place else for your fulfillment when your fulfillment is in me? Why are you looking in the world, success, money, fame, Facebook, friends, Whatever it is, he said, and you're asking something that is broken to fix you. Can, can I talk to the fathers? We are now growing a generation of young men who don't know how it feels to be fathered. Many of us sitting here don't know how it feels to, to really have a father. Many times in my counseling sessions, I will say, well, God is your father, and a person will push back. And I know I can't use the word father because they are transposing to Abba, our heavenly Abba, to their earthly father. And because their earthly father wasn't there, I hurt them. They see God, and they say, I can't trust him then. The foundation, the, the foundation of who we grow up to be is built off of mom and dad. And if mom and dad messed up the foundation, then the way we view life, the way we view others, and the way we view God is messed up. <laughs> My question is then, David, whose father had forgotten him, because when the prophet came to anoint David, 
David was tending sheep and he forgot to even call David. The prophet had to ask, I know God told me it's one of your sons. Is there anybody else? And the father said, oh, oh yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah. Oh yeah. I got one, but he's not at the house. Just because you're forgotten by people, know that God hasn't forgotten you. Don't base who you are on what people say. How people treat you. There is a healer. And he is above everyone else. Ephesians chapter 3, in this great prayer that Paul prays in Ephesians that I, I look at all the time, looking at it from the Amplified Bible, it's like Ephesians chapter 3 verse 14. He says, when I think about the great plan of salvation, Paul said, I fall on my knees. When I think about how God has done to save us. He said, I pray that God will grant unto you a, a, a revelation and illumination of, of, of his goodness, of his mercy, because all fatherhood derives from him. You don't start with your earthly father. At some point, you transfer the image of who you are from your earthly father and mother to your heavenly father. Man, hold on, ladies. Let, let, me, let me bring you in this. Listen, God is also the one that shows you how to work your femininity. Oh, y'all not clapping. Y'all don't get this. God is not, you can't put God in gender. He's too big to be put in a box. Hallelujah. Mothers are, 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 are many times, we say talk about the love of the mother and, and the compassion of the mother. Where, where do you think love came from? Well, where do you think compassion came from? By fact, he talks about us, that Israel and us being in his womb spiritual womb, which means that in Genesis 1:27, when he decides, he said, let us, God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit, make man, make them in our image. So it's not just the man made in his image, to my sisters, you made in his image. Hallelujah. Hold on, hold on, because, because sometimes y'all, y'all got to understand that he's as much you as he is us. He, 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 he said, I'm going to put this of me in Adam, but I'm going to put this of me in Eve. Adam, I'm going to cover you blue. But Eve, I'm going to cover you pink. But when I bring pink and blue together, you get purple. And purple is my color. That best defines him. There should be no battle. There should be no, no little you. Wait a minute, wait a minute. You represent God just as much. So, so 
Father, listen, listen. If a man want to be the man that he's supposed to be, you get it from him. Ladies, if you want to be the woman you've been created to be, you get it from him. We have made images of our own imagination. And he said, why are you running every place else when my original plan was is in Genesis chapter 2 where in the Garden of Eden that is pleasure, I came down and downloaded into your spirit what I wanted you to be. You can't blame God for our chaos. We have walked away from him. We have, have moved out of our proper position of him. So therefore, we get glimpses. But as we come back to him, because look what David says. He says, Lord, it's you I desire because I recognize that if I'm going to get out of this, if I'm going to become what you have called me to be, it's in you. What's your one desire? <laughs> do you turn to God to teach you, to show you, or do you think you know? Can, can, can I be honest with you? Every time I think I know, I mess up. Every time we think we got it, it turns out you don't. I'm learning through my mistakes that God got a better plan than I got. Lean not unto your own understanding, but in all of our ways, acknowledge him and he will direct. God, God said, I want to teach you. I want to show you. I want to give you what I have for you. David would have never thought that God had a plan for him to be the king of Israel. But David and him chasing after his father's heart. Many of us, our fathers wasn't available either physically or emotionally so we couldn't chase their heart. As we grow, you can no longer use your lack as an excuse. <laughs> if you knew the stories that other people have, you would be quiet because your story is pale in comparison to other people's stories. And what I have discovered is that if God couldn't fix it, he would not have allowed it. So as a heavenly father, he wants us as little children to come running to him. You know, I hear this all the time. You know, I don't want to bother God. Huh? Shoot. Bother him now. I come broken to him later. 
You know, no, 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 no. In every decision, in every way, in every task, Lord, I need you. Because, Lord, if I don't have you, I'm going to make a mess. Fathers, as, as being fathers, let God be your guide. I'm so thankful how patient he is, how loving he is, how merciful he is. I'm so glad that when I didn't love myself, he still loved me. Hallelujah. See, the only way you cannot be grateful is that you don't recognize how good he's been in your life. But if you take some time and ask God to show you how he brought you and God will roll back the film of your past and show you that it wasn't you being that good. It wasn't you being that smart. That he was there all the time. He was there before you knew him. That danger he kept you from. Many of us, all of us should have been dead in our grave. But God, but God, but Abba, but Abba had a purpose with your name on it. We take credit for what God did. And then we have the nerves to look down on other folks that we think we better than. If God didn't keep your mind <laughs> through some other stuff you've been through, you would be as crazy as a Betsy bug, whatever that is. And can I tell you a secret? I'm learning. Don't nobody's elevator go completely to the top. You can get offended if you want to, but I don't live life long enough that some, all of us is crazy in some area. Our point of view. The way we look at things is a bit off. Don't ever think you know it all. David is laying himself out before God. He has the wisdom and he trusts God's heart towards him. He trusts God's heart. I, don't, don't answer, but answer within yourself. When God squeezes you, do you trust his heart? Maybe the reason why he's squeezing you is to show you that you don't trust him enough. We have inward battles that we don't see on Sunday morning. Sunday morning, we put on our church face. <laughs> Sunday morning, we put on our church praise. Matter of fact, sometimes we fight. I got to go in here with these fake people and be fake. <laughs> I 
You okay? I'm okay. We okay. We're all okay. Praise the Lord. We all okay. We all ain't okay. But it's okay not to be okay. Because I'm in his hands. It's okay to be struggling. Because I'm struggling in his hands. It's okay that everything is not okay. Because I know who got me. I know who's keeping me. I know who's bringing me. I know who loves me. I know who's going to make a way out of nowhere. I have an expectation on the table. Sometimes the only thing you got is an expectation. And what I love about God is he'll show you the expectation without showing you the process. Because if he shows you the process to get to where he's taking you, you wouldn't go through the process. But he'll wait until you have no other choice but to trust him. Hallelujah. David says, Lord, I see attractiveness in you. It's your presence I want. Not just some days, not just on Sunday, but Lord, I need your presence every day. I need to wake up in the morning saying, thank you for keep, keeping me all night long. Lord, I need you today. If nobody else walks with me, if nobody else talks with me, if nobody else likes me today, I have you. Hallelujah. It's the Chakana glory or the manifestation of his presence. How can I say this? I'm just going to say it. God will show up to the degree you want him. We determine how much we want him. Can, 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 I, can, can I go a little bit deeper? Many times, we don't really want him until we need him. And then when he shows up in our need, we get a glimpse of how good he is. So now we start wanting. But he has to get us first in the place of needing him. David said, I've been through enough need. And he showed up every time. And he showed up and showed out. And in the showing out, I tasted of his goodness. And he tasted real good to me. So I don't know about anybody else, but I need him. Every hour, I need him. Every minute, I need him. In my ups, in my downs, in my outs. My, my brothers and sisters, the church, which is the called out ones, we don't operate independent of him. We operate in partnership with him. Matter of fact, he got the will. Matter of fact, 
He's running this thing. Listen, I'm not asking him to bless my agenda. I'm trying to find out where he's blessing and get up under the blessing. Hallelujah. Listen, God is blessing somewhere in your life. And what David is saying is, if I get where you are, then I know everything is going to be all right. What he says, your beauty, he says, you look good to me. Uh, I don't hear me. When God gives you a glimpse of his glory, you stand in awe of him. When you are in awe of him, he has your attention more than anything else, more than anybody else. He doesn't want your, his blessing to have more attention than he does. Can, can, can I go? When you see his heart is good towards you. I was talking to somebody, and now we're going to finish it up. I was talking to somebody, and this is what they said to me. They said, it took me getting here to realize how much he loves me. They said, I was looking for love in all the wrong places. And it took for me to lose something in order to gain what I really needed. Oh, y'all don't hear me. I hope you hear me. Listen, listen, listen. He said, he said, he said, he said. And when I realized that when my eyes was open, when the illumination and revelation came, he was here. Oh, shut your mouth. He was here all the time. Uh, Paul goes on to pray. He said, I pray that you will have a revelation and illumination that you would be rooted and grounded in the love of Christ. He said, I pray that you come to know, to experience, to, 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 to that, it, that, it, that it happens in such a degree that it blows you away. I pray it won't be just head knowledge, but your heart will be open. Can I help us? When you shut your heart, you shut your heart to even experience the love of God. David's heart was open to God, so therefore he says, I never had a love like this before, so I know you love me, so I'm not questioning your love. I'm asking you, let me receive more of it. Let me get the height of it. Let me get the width of it. Let me get the depth of it. Let me get the dimensions of it. Lord, your love is all around me. It's all over me. Lord, thank you. Thank you for your love. You know what happens when you get to experience more of his love? Your expectation 
of what he can do through you and with you blows up. Let me explain. Ephesians 3, verse 21, Paul is meditating on the love of God, and he breaks loose. He breaks out. He gets called up. And he changes from telling them about the love of God to all of a sudden he becomes to say, now, under him, that is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all, 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 all that you can ask or imagine now under him that is able to work in you, through you, for you, now, under him that is my Abba Father that loves us, who takes care of us now. All that I have and all that I am, I cast at his feet because he's able. Did he finish it? Glory! Glory! Glory to him in the highest. Glory to him on earth. Glory to him in Jesus. Glory! Now. You ought to have a now in your vocabulary. When I begin to see this, but then my prayer life became, Lord, even now. I'm not telling you how to do it, but Lord, I need you to do whatever you do now. You are right now, God, that is able to blow our minds now. Know what David is saying? Lord, now is <laughs> you that I want now is you that I need now I'm not looking to the right I'm not looking to the left but you're my father I suppose to come running to you I'm your child you won't leave me here by myself Father, Abba, I'm chasing your heart. Lord, I'm yours now. What are you chasing? What are you crying out for? Well, I discovered that when I changed my request to him, even when he doesn't change the situation, he satisfies. He feels peace come, joy come, his presence come. And I found myself, Lord, thank you. Lord, I'm grateful. Because it's you that I need it all the time. It's him. You're his children. He made you for himself. 
And if you open up your heart to it, he'll come in. To those of you that don't know the Lord Jesus Christ, just say, Lord, I'll let you in. I'll let you in. Lord, I accept you as my Lord and Savior, and the Holy Spirit will come in your life. For those that's in the house, I don't know where you're at in your relationship with the Lord, but Justin here, one of the ministers here, will talk with you and pray with you and show you. Okay, go to the door, man, so if they go out, they can grab you, they can talk to you. Hallelujah. God be praised. The praise team is going to come up. Let me tell what a prayer. Father, even now, Lord, even now, invade us with your love. Surround us with your love. Lord, we need a divine revelation that you love us in spite of us. Lord, right now, wherever your people are, touch, Lord. Feel, Lord. Let them be blown away by your love, by your mercy, by your grace. In the mighty name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. Thank you for joining. Thank you for visiting us. We welcome you to come on back. Thank you for your support. Come on back next week where we're going to lift him up again. Hallelujah. Be blessed. Know that God loves you. He's your Abba Father in the house. Love you. Glory to God. Can you help me?